Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Man, man, man. It has been a turbulent, and I mean that in the most honest way possible, in the most literal sense possible, a turbulent last two weeks. We turn turbulent into turbulent. We are back with a whole lot of fucking gang shit. (laughs) Gannon. Gannon. Step back. back. (laughs) Speaking speaking of which, while we're on the subject, so Pat Summerall, NFL Hall of Famer. Legendary voiceover king. Yeah, voiceover God level. uh, Voice of EA Sports NFL Madden. In the early days, back when it was just John Madden on the cover. Man. Um, yeah, Hall of Famer, pro player, um, legendary sportscaster, voiceover god. He never got in Don Cannon's pockets about, you know, his um, his producer tag or his DJ tag. Which, which is crazy because most people who are listening to this who know Don Cannon don't even realize that that's Pat Summerall. With the steps back, them the type of people I don't fuck with. Like, <laughs> That's the type of shit you don't like. It, like for real, if your hip hop and your sports culture and your if all your shit don't overlap, I don't even fuck with you. Like you just a fucking headache to talk to. <laughs> headache. Because every, everything I like about life, I have to explain in great detail for you to even know what the fuck I'm talking about. This is a not fact. for you to not for you to understand and contribute to the conversation, just for you to know. I don't like people like that. I'm, I am at my ripe old young age. I am just getting to the point where I just say, you know what? Fuck it. I don't like being involved with people that I have to educate just to have a conversation with. This okay? I'm with you. Now it's it's different when you have someone who's just like, hey, I want I want to get to know. I'm doing my research. Give me some game versus, you know, those barbershop conversations where it's a loud motherfucker who's an expert. <laughs> on everything and saying, all, all, and saying all the wrong shit on everything <laughs> everything 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 just uh, just wrong okay i had a tweet not that long ago made me think about this when you misspell a word in all caps that is the digital equivalent <laughs> digital equivalent of loud and wrong <laughs> in real life but in real life but those are the type of people I don't really like fucking with. Like if your if your sneaker culture and your sports knowledge and your hip hop culture and just your overall, you know, greatness as a person doesn't all overlap and make you dope, I just I don't have time. But since uh Pat Summerall nor his estate nor anybody else involved with the Pat Summerall Foundation saw fit to get off in Don Cannon's pockets, why is it that Greg Hamilton of WWE fame finds it necessary not only to threaten legal action 
but actually kind of disrespect the art of West Side Gun. Oh, Griselda fame for those of you who are not fully into, you know, um, I don't even, I don't, or independent hip hop, because I won't, I, calling them underground at this point is kind of a slight. Call them independent is kind of a slight at this point, too. I mean, considering what has been happening. I mean, ain't nobody else. I'll say, indi- I say independent because ain't nobody in their pocket. Mm. I mean, nobody's in their pocket that they ain't won't let in their pocket. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. But so. You know what them damn statements look like. Man. <laughs> Do I. That's what them statements look like. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price, and the price just went up. Happy belated birthday, Ron Murray. You know what I'm saying? You feel price just me. went up. Price, price just went up. Well, peep this. Let me, let me, let me. First let of all, who, who the hell is Greg Hamilton for the common folk? Um, he's a guy that works at WWE. I mean, ring announcer. I don't think he has any. He's a ring announcer. I mean, I don't think he has a, <laughs> a a more extensive job function than that. Like, I think he he does some podcasting with Graves from time to time, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> to be honest, like I know the name, the face is is escaping me at the moment. It doesn't even matter. It don't. But check this out. Courtesy of uh, HotNewHipHop.com. Shout out to Aaron A. This article is published on October the 24th, Year of Our Lord. Year of Our Lord. I say Year of Our Lord. Year of Our Lord. 20 and 21. Amen. All right. Says, um, WWE announcer Greg Hamilton said he wants Westside Gun to cough up 20K for using his voice without permission. <laughs> That's the title line. Before we even get any explanation, he wants 20K. <sighs> Continue, please. Westside Gun has never been shy about his love for the, for the WWE and wrestling. Griselda frequently makes references to the WWE and their music, while Westside Gun even has a project titled Fourth Rope. That's practically an homage to wrestling fans. Unfortunately, his fandom might lead him to some sort of legal battle after WWE announcer Greg Hamilton took issue with his voice being sampled on Gun's projects. Hamilton hit the gram. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He hit the gram. He hit <laughs> I hate articles like this. Hey, look, I hate man, them. I Continue. Hey, everybody has their own rock style, but when I read that, I just thought, okay, he's got a coke nail. <laughs> Hamilton hit the gram where he called out West Side Gun for sampling his voice without authorization, claiming that he would be taking the Griselda leader to court. He said he would be enlisting WWE lawyers to sue him unless he offered an apology. So your voice really don't cost shit. You don't want him to take it off. You don't want him to re-release it without it. You just want an apology. <laughs> to, quote, to quote a whole lot of people on Facebook that I see, shout out to Los and his questions of the day. Every time I Space see the Lose, comments, coast to coast. somebody in there always uses this phrase. Space Los coast to coast. Somebody always uses this phrase. Boy, fuck you. <laughs> boy, boy, fuck you. But here's the quote from my from I'm assuming this is his uh, Instagram post. Well, at West Side Gun and then uh, at Buffalo Kids Gallery. Let's hope that since you stole in all caps, 
my voice for your incoherent kindergarten fables. Oh my. That you saved up enough delivering for DoorDash because you are and this redacted. So I would assume you're a fuck. You'll be paying me for years. Dot 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 dot. So it's not even ellipses, it's a ellipses with an extra period. Apologize and I'll think about not collecting every dime for the rest of your life. Or I can just get WWE lawyers. That's okay too. Settle with my lawyer and don't ever use my voice again. So wrong. Um, can we I mean we can go over a mixtape of rappers and announcers that have gone hand in hand over songs. Oh, what you got though? There's but, more. I'm like, hold on, but before I even like like end it, I'm gonna say this. I probably won't because now I'm snitching. According to Greg Hamilton, but continue. Unfortunately, that wasn't the ex- extent of his rant. While he has removed the post, so you 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 Twitter fingers and then you I hate people like that. I swear to, I swear I do. If you say it, stand on it. <sighs> but um he removed the post and continued to insinuate that West Side Gun was somehow broke and looking for a come up. <laughs> I don't think he knows where West Side Gun uh, Let me tell you comes something. from. Let me tell you something. In true boy fuck you fashion. <laughs> That's next trigger. If Greg Hamilton bothered to take a look at West Side Gun in Fort Worth for Hell in a Cell, he would know. All West Side Gun have to do is pick a filling out of his teeth and he could pay his uh, Greg Hamilton's salary for a year. Imagine what happens this if he is... sold one of his chains on the open market. Like, wasn't he, <laughs> wasn't he sitting next to two chains at SummerSlam? Let me also say this on top of him sitting next to the two chains at SummerSlam, which, by the way, was in Las Vegas, which, by the way, is one of the many homes of... Uh, what's what's two chain show on on Vice? Most, Most expensive is <laughs> like look, this, it ain't it, 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 it ain't might be the brokest. It's most expensivest. Big Tony of looking like it records is not out here flogging. Now look, I know a lot of rappers personally. I am one of them. I talk to a lot of them, and I know them from different levels. Whether it's local underground, uh, mid major underground, full fledged superstar. Responsibly speaking, and I'm speaking on behalf of all of the ones that we have in common, the one thing that we're not collectively or individually is broke. That part. Now, there are a lot of rappers (laughs) that that wear, um, I won't say fake jewelry, but less than authentic. Like the Moissanette diamond is a real thing in, in in the rap community. Um... They're not amongst that group of people. It still has. Like, and, for, the, and for those that don't know, the Moissanette diamond in hip hop jewelry is kind of akin to the dummy roll when you're a dope boy. It, it, it still has whatever you're referring to, fake or not, it still has value, which means yeah. money, which mm-hmm. means not broke. The, the manipulation of precious metals 
I mean, and he says door dashing as if it's an insult. You know, the AOL you've got mail guy is a Uber driver in Seattle. Call him broke if you want to. Uh, all I'm, I, I would okay. I, I would have kidnapped that to being bored. <laughs> like, <I'm>, right. <laughs> That's like, I want income, but I don't want to be on anybody's clock. Man. But I'm I'm gonna finish what what this article says, and then I'm gonna give you personal weigh in about what this all means. So uh, looking for a come up in the comment section. He later stated that he was going to uh, aim to take Westside Gun to court for twenty to thirty k. I don't know where this idea of I'm going to break you or I'm going to take money from you for the rest of your life amounts to 30k sadly this goes back to they're getting booked now west side gun by himself with no other members of griselda could come here and play a club with 100 people and get that i i, I don't know what greg hamilton's tie to or lack thereof is to the hip-hop community but i'm thinking none back, i'm thinking back to when master p was sued or or maybe it was priority records and the judge ruled that this was like 1996 era and the judge ruled that any piece of a song used without permission is thereby considered a sample and it is punishable up to the monetary uh monetary damages from the plaintiff you know claimed by the plaintiff or the claimant mm-hmm. for that matter so i don't know if that has any any related tie-in but if it does i kind of i understand where he's coming from however we're talking about a fuck it you know fuck it there's also there's also the right of first refusal and cease and desist jim ross action bronson gordon Soley, action bronson um suave burgundy chris jericho (laughs) suave burgundy michael hayes did I get Michael Hayes too? <laughs> An incredible victory. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we yeah. won't even we won't even go into the main piece of that one. Right. That part. Um Killer Mike. Rusty Jooks. Ric Flair. Yeah. I mean, the the list goes on and on and on. What up, Dougie I mean, Fresh? Te- technically speaking, the woo should be trademarked, so Pusha T would fall under that too. Man, talk about it. Who hasn't woo? If you rap and got bars, who hasn't wooed on a record? Rest in peace, Sean Price. He got he has the most notorious underlying Dude. woo ever. He'd be like, woo. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, okay, but yeah. So he wants 20, 30K. And for you There's young bucks, we, we won't even talk about Migos. Like, that goes without saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, they paid for the Ric drip. Literally. They they paid for that. Oh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Don Tripp. Man. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. Like, I mean, we, we can go on for days. But that's you, th- the- you think you better than motherfucking Randy Savage? Greg, boy, fuck you. <laughs> I just like saying that. I don't even care about him like that. I don't. I just like saying it. But here's another quote that he put out. Uh, apparently, he made another post later on. Why? <laughs> and to channel to channel his inner um, carry and cross, tick tock. 
the longer this goes, oh. the longer I have in court. Idol you ready threats. to settle or do you want to dance with WWE lawyers? Idol it's threats. a slam dunk. Price goes up by the day. It's not this even almost this almost comes off like a work. That's not even worthy. Like so okay, okay. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. I was just touting the um, the triumphant marketing of one bad bunny over the, the course of the last more so year and a half. He has maximized in the pandemic. And if this is indeed a possible work, what better way to have a precursor to talks for a major WWE event than to show up at its first post-pandemic while we're still in the pandemic pay-per-view with the crowd in Fort Worth, Texas, ringside in full regalia while we're talking about the biggest WrestleMania ever coming up in about five months. The only thing about that would have been you'd have had to let you'd have had to jump off with all of this shit that you're doing back before Money in the Bank. That way, when Money in the Bank came around and you saw him in full regalia ringside, you could work an angle where you actually come out like you're about to confront him and you get restrained by WWE officials. And now if you're going to book the shit, book the shit. And, and, and you have the option to create the biggest heel ring announcer in the history of this business. He said he said what he said again about, you know, he's basically going to sick WWE's lawyers on West Side Gun. And the internet roasted his ass as, you know, why not tends to happen on Twitter. I mean, yeah, Twitter's not a real place as we've heard from Dave Chappelle, but shit goes on. And how many how many people like are we going to have more people back a wrestling announcer or have more people back a rapper who is fabled? I mean, you're talking about him. He's not saying shit about you. I'll do you one better. To add to your work theory, which a lot of times we usually go back and forth. Like we we can come up with some very intelligent, amusing banter going back and forth regarding a work and what's real, right? Or, right. or work on a shoot, if you will. Factual. The one thing, we'll do it. We'll do it again in this episode. The one thing we about to do it right now. The one thing you haven't heard through all of this is Greg Hamilton's real name. That's the one thing that's synonymous with a lawsuit is a real name. Because it, it ain't been filed. You would rather settle. You'd rather scare him into giving you 20, 20 grand. Clarence's real name is Greg Hudson. Jeez. And you haven't even seen Hudson anywhere. Like, like if we want to keep it a buck and do our research, let's do the damn thing. <laughs> Clarence has really good parents. <laughs> And a real good marriage. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. It's just like, I guess if you can pump fake and scare somebody into giving you money, like, how is it that you feel like this guy who is a, a recording artist, a professional recording artist, not just a recording artist at the crib, a professional one with a professional <laughs> oh, resume, man. contracts and paperwork, how would you figure he's never dealt with lawyers before? We're talking about, I, I, I'm talking about songs I've had in my hard drive for at least 10 years. 
And this is the Griselda Buffalo era, not even the Griselda Shady era. Mm. Like, I I just be wanting to know where people get they get they vibe from. And then and then if you really like if you really want to go into the depths of shit, I don't know. Do you do you know the history of West Side Gun? Like his mama was that like, dude. His mama was that dude in them streets. <laughs> Unders- you, 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 let me say that again. That, that's as, that's as gender fluid of a statement as it gets. His mama was that dude in them streets. Come because on, because we're man. about inclusion here. We're all about inclusion. Come on, man. Like I don't need to go to Buffalo to believe that shit. Buffalo might have two hundred thousand people. I, I'm just I'm I'm under the impression that this was played really the wrong way because if Young Gregory had just said had just played along with it like if you'd have played up to it you could have got 20 grand off of him for that say if you said you were going to do the video to whatever song it was do the video i'm pretty sure you're going to get 10 just for that and and how do you one better um howard finkel gary michael capetta uh jojo offerman um uh, what's what's my girl uh, Puerto Rican uh, favorite? Um, come on, now, you know you know what I'm talking about lady uh, sings the national anthem. Um, Lillian Garcia. Li- thank you. Oh Jesus, Lillian Garcia. Um, did I say Tony Chimmel already? Tony Chimmel. No. If I didn't, Justin Roberts. That there's your mixtape of fashionable household names when it comes to ring announcer. Greg Hamilton. Boy, fuck you. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've never seen Greg Hamilton be a ring announcer. I've seen him do like I've seen him do commentary. And then like I say I I want to believe he's the guy on After the Bell on those occasions I do listen to that uh podcast with Corey Graves. It's just the energy that comes with these statements says I was never in a position to think about working out an amicable solution. I was trying to, I was trying to style on this person. I was trying to show my ass because I don't fuck with this type of music or these type of people. Don't don't, don't you ever besmirch the names of uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole again, and, or or even for that matter, Pat McAfee. Greg Hamilton ain't sitting on the fucking stick. That motherfucker's holding that shit. And he's announcing where they're, where you're from. And you might announce how much you weigh, and then give him some bullshit ass name that we got to deal with. That's his. That's the extent of his of his of his dealings on television. Any, I any, do any, not remember th- anything. I don't remember else. the dude ever standing in the ring announcing anybody to come anywhere. And he doesn't. He does it from the box. Pause. <laughs> <sighs> well, <laughs> yeah, well, minimize him. We standing on this side of the fence, bitch. Oh, wait a minute. I have seen this dude before. Let first of all, let me apologize. This is not the guy on um on after, after the bell. bell. You're right. Okay. Now, now that I see a picture. This dude has spent a lot of time in NXT, but he has a history. SmackDown announcer Greg Hamilton apologizes following disparaging remarks of Leo Rush. <laughs> this is five months ago. <laughs> what? Can you can Wait. can we since we since we're giving him all this time because he, he's getting more than fifteen minutes? You might as well go ahead and tell us what he said about old good old Leo. Shouts out Leo right. Rush. We fucked right, with, so this... with Leo before, during, and after. By the way, I feel like I want to find a better better source on this. Um, 
damn and in january of this year he, he apologized for his performance on wwe smackdown reveals his fiance has covid oh he's one of those ah <laughs> uh, we wasted too much time on this dude what's the other dude what's the other cat the referee um <laughs> fuck that dude yeah boy fuck you <laughs> It's, it's gonna be a boy fuck you mixtape in a minute. <laughs> you might have to change the artwork, but the artwork's too good for this. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We we gonna we gonna paint enough of a picture. I, you know, now that I've read, you have two different. Literally, if you if you Google his name, the first two fucking Drake words. By the way, yeah, that guy. Drake worse. <laughs> Call him worse. Uh, yeah, the the first two or three articles, besides the one that, that's about him trying to sue West Side Gun, is him in some shit. It's him apologizing for uh, insulting Leo Rush, and then apologizing for his performance on SmackDown. Like you doing a lot of fucking apologizing for somebody who's supposed to be a professional. No, no, no. You're doing a lot of apologizing for someone that's demanding an apology. Well, then there's that. <laughs> bitch ass. So yeah, there. That's enough of that. I think we've wasted enough time on this. I I don't even. Feel, there's no. There's no conclusion to come to. You have. You do what you want to do. But I. No, there's saying, a there's a conclusion. We've this said ain't no few, work. We said it a few times. It keeps on going. Boy, fuck Boy, you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not a work. This is a shoot, and it's a shoot by a specific type of individual, and we ain't got no time for them. Oh man. Moving forward. Moving forward. There, so, how is it that in the time that we haven't recorded, that Charlotte Flair went from ridiculed for showing up to now being must-see TV? <laughs> Look, we've been on this show for a very long time, 137 episodes. And counting. And for a very long time, we've been telling you exactly what we thought and just so happened it all came to fruition and everything we thought was we the exact it was the exact opposite <laughs> nah no i feel like we had dennis we were channeled the spirit of dennis green Oof. <laughs> former former nfl head coach of the minnesota vikings and uh, arizona cardinals to name a few that he she is who we thought she was oh. the question is whether or not you're upset about it which I mean, I'm actually a fan now. I hate to say that. Like, I, I, is it is it because we we're so engulfed in the wrestling culture that we love the bad guy? Yeah, and then we're we're in a and we're an anti-establishment organization as it is. So seeing anybody buck the system, even if it is in the most obnoxious way possible, shit, why not? I I want to see how you deal with this problem. This is what we were saying that Roman could have possibly happened with Roman when he went home and said, fuck you. My health is more important boy, than your WrestleMania you. main event. Yeah, boy, fuck <laughs> you. My health is more important than your WrestleMania main event. And we were like, hmm, how's this going to work out? Because you ain't going to cut him. He's too big. And you ain't going to stall him out because he'll just go work work Hollywood with his cousin. Same thing with, with Charlotte Flair. It's like, what you going to do? You going to send me home? Fuck you. Boy, fuck you. <laughs> send me home if send me home if you want to. 
Because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to sit home, kick my feet up. I'm going to be at every AEW show backstage until my contract expires. And when it does, you can kiss my entire ass because me and Tony Khan finna count this money. For for those of you under a rock, let me, let me kind of land the plane for you, proverbially speaking. On Friday, the 22nd of uh, October, on that edition of SmackDown, we had one... Uh, Charlotte Flair in the ring with Becky Lynch. As we all know, Charlotte was drafted to SmackDown as the Raw Women's Champion. Becky Lynch was drafted to Raw as the SmackDown Women's Champion. As we've seen from from previous years, drafts with champions were on different brands drafted to the opposite brand, there must be a belt exchange. And, and, And to add something to that, Charlotte was apparently requested by Fox. So, we're getting to that. Now, what you don't realize is for a, st- for a statistician uh, standpoints, this now counts as a new title reign because if does you, it? W- it does, if you go back and look anywhere that, that, that counts title reigns, this will be considered and new. This is trash. It that, is. That shit should be stricken from the record. I ain't, I ain't about that it, life it, at all. it should be a parlay. It should not be a new, a, a new reign. It should be a parlay. But I digress. And then WWE decided yet again after you had three weeks after the draft to figure out a solution. Oh, no, 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 no. See, synergy. Charlotte had the solution. The same solution that millions of fans around the world had. I'm going to lay down for Bianca. Let Bianca take the belt to Saudi Arabia and do her thug thizzle as the... SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw. WWE Creative had better plans against Charlotte's better judgment. Your winner on Monday Night Raw going into Saudi Arabia and still SmackDown Women's Champion on Monday Night Raw. No, Raw Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown. I'm I'm sorry. Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown Charlotte Flair. So Charlotte's call was to say, I, I want to work with Bianca. I want to put her over. She um, deserves give, it. She deserves it. So all things that we've been saying on this show, which leads me to believe, hey, the on, on-screen Charlotte and off-screen Charlotte, two different people, which I, you know, I'm cool with. That, I'm totally whatever. cool with that. So, so, we, so we get the SmackDown on Friday. Right. We have Sonya Deville and... Uh, uh, and scrap, scrap iron up in the ring being the officials for a belt exchange if you saw the replay on FS1 you did not see this if you saw the live version you definitely saw this and probably didn't pay attention to the levels of this if you DVR'd it you saw it okay personal confession moment I didn't see it live but I DVR'd it because okay. I wasn't looking at the screen. I was looking at my phone. You but know, I saw the reaction. You know full well. I, I didn't heard see the reaction live. online. Yeah. I, w- I was traveling. I just happened to be like, you know, in the bed going through perusing. Oh, here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but, but, on, but on the cool for all the hype I heard about it, when I go back to watch it, it was like, it looked benign. But then it, WWE in classic fashion doesn't really know how to navigate the waters of a controversial situation so your first reaction is to just cut it out by cutting it out of the show you gave it more life and of course you once it hits the internet it lives forever 
And, mm-hmm. and Charlotte was asked to relinquish her belt. Becky tried to snatch the belt. Meanwhile, the crowd is screaming, Becky, two belts. They're chanting it. Sonya Deville does her Becky due diligence. Two belts. Sonya Deville does her due Becky diligence. Two belts. And demands Becky that Becky backs belts. the hell up and give up her belt so they can do the even exchange so that way Becky doesn't have two belts at once and become a, a two-time champion for even a few seconds. Becky, being big-time Bex, takes the belt off around her waist and to exchange it does not give her belt to sign the bill but in turn throws it at waist level to Charlotte's waist. Charlotte, out of reflex, catches it and just says, fuck it, and let's hit, let's hit the ground, just drops it, let's let go of it. The the throw was more disrespectful to me than her dropping the belt. Her dropping the belt was symbolic of how disrespectful the throw was. Meanwhile, backstage, Charlotte decides to have the liberties that we talk about taken out on on Becky Lynch off camera. We don't know the science behind this, but Andrade during AEW Rampage tweets out FUWWE. Then the story hits. And, and then more stories hit. As mm-hmm. in, no one wants to work with her. As yeah, in, so- <laughs> she's isolated herself. And do I see Greg Hamilton's bitch ass on TV as we watching Monday Night Slaw? All I see is Big Tom Bex. Okay, so we might be in different different lanes right now in terms of our viewing. Yeah, I might have, I might have a delay. We're literally recording this while Monday Night Raw is on, and we're watching this on the delay. <laughs> <laughs> Very much removed because I'm also checking my fantasy scores. I'm out here balling. I need that money. <laughs> Shout out to TT from Set It Off. But so apparently the the, the vibe is. You know, Charlotte's difficult to work with. Charlotte takes liberties. She protects herself entirely too much as far as politically. Now, these are all things that we've said just from watching from afar. We hadn't asked anybody particular. No one's given us any inside info. It's just us watching TV and like, you know, some of this shit, you can sort of tell the difference between when shit gets real and when shit's just really worked well. The the slapping around of Kyrie saying, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that that's that, well, not a work. The 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 damn near fist fight with Nia Jax. Uh, especially especially seeing what Nia did. You feel me? <laughs> like yeah, we because we that's the first thing we said. Like that's we, not a work. Charlotte picked the right one. If Nia had a crown, she would be called uh, Queen Clapback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, there's an article, and I will figure out which one we want to quote. But it, it goes on to say that you know Charlotte, you know, basically doesn't handle taking losses well, and she's been basically on WWE creative and executives' asses about how she's presented, which I, I completely understand. But WWE creative can't come up with anything other than making her air quotes the queen. Turn basically the only thing we know how to do with a flare is make her like the other flare the upper echelon the top of the food chain which incidentally has right. has caused her to cannibalize an entire division across three brands exactly you snuffed out Rhea Ripley with this logic you snuffed out you tried to snuff out Becky but she was just too motherfucking she, she was savvy. Shit. Yeah, she, she had a girl. <laughs> she was on. She was on girl. Fuck you, time. Straight no, up. No, that was bitch. Bitch, fuck you. That's what that was. 
<laughs> I don't feel at liberty to say such things. I mean, hey, you know. I said bish. <laughs> bish. <laughs> yeah, bish. We, we we are we are in PC times and people are out here air quotes getting canceled, but you know, Twitter's not a real place. Shouts out to all the podcasts. <laughs> right. So, um that's the vibe on Charlotte and apparently like Becky's being touted as a hero because of air quotes standing up to her and XYZ. And I think people in that are missing the play that Charlotte is just like, what the what the fuck you gonna do? Fire me? Which here to here, be honest, she's cha- she is channeling Richard Fleer. Here's the uh, fire me. I'm already fired. <laughs> fire me. I'm already abuse fired. of power. You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up. Ninety eight Flair is in the building. Man, and here's what's even crazier. When you do things like this backstage and it makes it to the public light, especially when people are endangered and or injured, and we don't know that anyone was injured, but we do know multiple people were endangered. Well, that's what happens with backstage brawls. You common sense. I don't even think they came to blows. Common sense would say you think it was just a bunch of bickering. Yeah, I think they just argued. She, from what I read and what you know, what I gathered, she, they argued for a minute. I want to say somebody might have stepped in between them. She walked, and then Charlotte left and left the building. Smart Money says, and went straight to fucking Orlando. Smart, <laughs> Smart Money says, based on corporate politics and environment, and also past wrestling lore, whether work or shoot, a fine and or suspension comes with this. But you can't do that if Fox wanted you and got you because the minimum suspension for something like this won't be 30 days it would be 60 days that takes you to the top don't have the stones that takes you to the top of the year you mean to tell me you don't have the stones to suspend her for two weeks let alone Two months. You mean to tell me you're going to take one of your prized possessions that you helped spend $2.05 billion to see on a weekly basis won't get a chance to see the light of day for eight to nine weeks? Kiss my entire ass. She's going to be the first thing that comes out on SmackDown on Friday. Fuck around and believe the bullshit if you want to. If Fox says she's supposed to be there, guaranteed she's going to be there because you ain't got no wiggle room. And now you have fed that monster enough steam, piss, and vinegar to where now you don't have a choice about what you do with her. She has has to be there. She has to be on top. And essentially what she says goes. Your ratings are down. You're claiming there's no competition, but you're on the fly booking additional time on sister networks for the parent company that paid you this $2.05 billion. Nah, I kind of feel like that had to be like one of those, oh man, we I know your order took longer than it wanted you wanted, so we're gonna give you a free drink. That's what the extra 30 minutes was. Like, okay, we're gonna preempt you for baseball, but we'll give you an extra 30 minutes. You you honestly think that that overrun without commercials was not a direct blow for uh, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki that was oh, running oh. head up with that last 30 minutes with your tribal chief in tow? 
Of course it was. Not only, not only, but it's FS1. Like, how how much did the commercials over there cost? Well, that that's that's very true. But also, have you acknowledged your tribal chief today? I have acknowledged. There we go. Um, what, oh, Bianca out here sliding, Becky. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you're you're ahead of me. You see, um, you see Charlotte coming out on Friday. I also yeah. see Charlotte coming out on Friday. I she ain't getting suspended for what? The the best thing anybody can do is not mention this again. Somehow, some way, WWE is gonna fuck that part up. You know what? Really, they they completely all the way one hundred percent fucked up. This oh. could have been avoided, and I'm gonna tell you how. Watch me put watch this broken pencil knowledge and this logic. <laughs> so oh, both oh, of wait, hold on before you do that. Okay. For a nominal fee, soon to be a phenomenal fee, I will slice off some of this broken pencil knowledge and put it on your plate. And do so like this. Plop. So, um both both Becky and Charlotte had been uh caught in promo saying winner take all. Man, you want, you you want something that's gonna gonna cause buzz. You you can't really pick a winner in this situation. Um, you have no idea about how this might work out. Winner take all at Survivor Series. That's the that's what you're pushing towards anyway. That's the next pay per view. And if you leave things the way they are right now, that's gonna be one of your matches. Anyway, and for the last six years, what has Survivor Series been? Brand versus brand, champion versus champion. To which Charlotte alluded to anyway. She was like, "Okay, we can either do winner take all tonight, or you know, I'll see you at Survivor Series." Why not? Just, just, just. You could have collected both belts. Don't exchange. Take both belts. I'll- We're gonna hold. I'm gonna hold these for you. I almost want to. I almost want to place a side bet that whenever the time comes for Bianca to get her title reign, which will be a unified title reign, uh, that it comes at the expense of Charlotte helping her get the title, and it will not be uh, gone over well with the front office. I'm just. I- they missed a golden opportunity. If if you were to unify these women's championships and make one women's champion that goes back and forth across both brands, wouldn't that make the most sense? Wouldn't that be something that would not only boost ratings, but cause some scuttlebutt pause? Like, <laughs> wouldn't that, wouldn't that, wouldn't you be interested to see that? Here's something. Sounds logical, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I mean, damn. Now maybe you don't do that in the men's division just yet. That might be something you you put a rabbit put that rabbit in your hat for WrestleMania, just in case you can't get Big Big Oose. <laughs> then you can have a unification match as the main main event of night two. But again, I don't get paid by these people. These these hip hop hating individuals. I don't get <laughs> Triple H, and not the one we like. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but but in real life like what part of that seems like a bad idea none of it re- absolutely none now, of it now 
now you're on the verge of a of all out fist fight happening at Survivor Series that you can't control. And then you also have the possibility, and God forbid I say this, the possibility of having your women's division draw ratings on a weekly basis. What a concept. The women's evolution. Wow. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. What what did it start in Dallas? Where is Stephanie with all this? Oh, where's Lita? And if she's in the building, she's in catering, but she's probably at the house rolling up. Man, oh boy. Just like the <laughs> the lack of logic baffles me at times. Cause you created a powder keg situation and exacerbated a a situation, made it ten times worse when the solution was right in front of you. And now you're going to have to drive down that same road anyway. Like you drove ahead, laid out the spike strips, drove back for some shit you forgot, and then decided, oh, I'm going to go this way again. And forgot you laid out spike strips. So come Survivor Series, you got a problem. Because I don't think you're beating Charlotte anytime soon. Not for the championship, anyway. And I know you're not beating Big Tom Bex. And for the record, I've never seen Triple A change four flat tires. No, I have. Se- no, we have seen him change four flat tires. Remember the last crown jewel before this one? <laughs> Actually, I don't. <laughs> you may not remember Crown Jewel, but you remember Friday Night SmackDown. This is when NXT when Adam Cole saved the day. <laughs> that man saved a whole episode of SmackDown and you still let his contract expire. <laughs> a month later. A month later. Bro, that dude had seven of the most incredible days possible for a superstar. You wrestled Daniel Bryan on Friday. Who was the champion at the time? Uh was it was it Seth? Nah, last year Crown Jeweler was your tribal chief. No, 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 no. We are not talking about Crown Jewel. That I'm talking about when they got stuck on the ground. Was that no? Uh, oh, no, that, no talent left behind. Oh, that's that was what I'm talking. That about. was two, I would think that was two years ago. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's 19. <laughs> that's what we had that played. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And the, matter of fact, our our um, our cover art for the episode was the late great John Huber. Yes, indeed. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Because they all got left on a fucking tarmac. Just and you didn't have a plane ride from hell incident with that, but they were stuck. And that flight takes damn near a day. Man, oh boy. But just ah, it's it's so much stupidity. It's just so much that <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You had it right there in your hand. You could have done winner take all, one women's champion, across brands. You can't pick the winner. You can't look at a Charlotte and Becky match and pick the winner. You can't do it. There's too many different things at play. Both of, both of them should be politically strong because of their ability to perform on television. Charlotte has everything that she has that to call shots. Same for Becky. So how do you pick a winner? Who's laying down for who? This is lit. You know what this is? This is Brett versus Sean in literal, literal, literal woman form. I actually said that to you that uh, Charlotte is uh, she's the new age Bret Hart because in all of this, she's being made out to look like she's taking herself too seriously. 
she's the now if you can count this exchange of titles 13 time women champion women's champion should i say and uh no one is coming close to her literally the best there is was or ever will be because no one's ever going to beat that record unless they hot shot uh belts on and off of her i kind of feel like charlotte's the the hbk in this situation because now she's a flight risk <laughs> you see how many different levels are involved with this like but if she but if she but if, but if she air scribbles aew then she's back to being bred again and she's a lot closer to doing that than becky is which why you bullshitting that was mentioned too that she might have done that oh i don't know if that was like some tongue-in-cheek bullshit or that was like some shit she really did I, i'm more inclined to believe it's some bullshit because that that would have been the lead and not just the that lead that, that would have buried everything that, that would have broke wrestling internet for at least yeah, five, been, for at least a day It'd have been fuck the argument, fuck walking out on Vince McMahon, fuck leaving the building and going straight to where Andrade is. That's the ultimate boy. Fuck you. Well, say you do say you do that. Time remaining on your contract, like I dare you to do something. Oh man, I dare you. (laughs) All this goodness that we've missed. I, we really all hope we we really this. hope that you all have have uh, enjoyed this time without us, and even more so, we really hope that you're enjoying the fact that we back, bitch, because we here, we here for you. <sighs> it's just it's a lot going on, and ain't nobody trying to do nothing about it. Now, um, oh, there was some New Japan shit that popped off too. Shibata back, man. <laughs> I usually don't put up that much emphasis on my mains, but man. Yeah, I mean, when you come back from a cracked skull. And when you you leaking brain fluid, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's serious. And, uh, oh, and more, more shouts out Lance Archer. Get well soon. Jeez. Whew. Um, take your moonsault seriously, people. That's all I'm going to say about that. Lance Archer, get well uh, soon. We we don't want anything bad angry. happen to the gang. But um, Shibata... You know and that's one of ours. <laughs> no doubt. Shibata uh, messed around and, and hit a triple-double. Uh-oh, T-Bar's back. <sighs> so? Um, he came back for a oh, UWF shit. T-Bar rules. versus Damian Priest. Oh, stop. <laughs> No, for, no, no. I okay. know. I, I know. It's, I know say, you're being serious. Just don't say T-Bar. Di- we'll go back to what we used to call him, uh, Donovan Diehard. Is he back? Is Dominic Donovan, Dominic Diehard? No, it's still it's still T-Bar. Nah, he still he still got the demolition <laughs> retro paint on his face. It's still T-Bar. But what I'm saying is Dijakovic versus Damian Priest like, Ver- versus Punishment Martinez. That part. <laughs> Screw the gimmicks. The two people in the ring can work. Die Jack versus Martinez is what we have in the ring right now. Oh, not Donovan. Is, is it Dominic? Dominic. What was it? Dominic Diehard. Yeah, Dominic. I done gave him a whole nother one. <laughs> but so uh, you know what? When he leaves and goes to Impact, he can be he can be Donovan Diehard. <laughs> so you're welcome. So uh, on the I guess it was like last. Uh, Thursday, uh, or I guess on our side of the world, uh, Shibata came back, wrestled Zack Sabre Jr. in a five-minute UWF rules match. 
uh, which is an exhibition ending in a draw. Um, he spoke to the crowd, and a little bit afterwards, basically said he's back. He's back in the ring. So good on him. We also have your win- the winner of the G1, who is Triple uh, O G1. Man, oh no, that's ours. That's, that's ours. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, they don't get the Triple O G1. They got the G1. And we have Okada winning the G1 again, much to the chagrin of numerous New Japan wrestling fans. I felt like Gato had been listening to us <laughs> and, knew, and knew that Jeff Cobb needed to run rough shot through his block. Oh, man. Because <laughs> dead ass, until the final, Jeff Cobb was undefeated. Cobb had run rough shot through the whole through the block. fucking block. Bruh. It was right there. So see, it was right. It was right there. Well, so what do we see for G1? Do we actually see Okada um, come come with the? Uh, oh, and didn't o- who didn't Okada bring the belt back? Like, look, the gram's so crazy. I follow New Japan. I ain't seen a New Japan post on my timeline in months. Yep, Okada brings the That's belt back. That's how crazy yep. it is. Like the shadow banning that goes on. Oh, he brought back the OG belt. Yeah, Okada brought back the OG belt. Um. He said he was going to do it, and he kept his word, and he brought back the retired belt. Coming out bad as fuck. And uh, so that for that's a shout out to Ibushi. You know, so I I don't know what we're going to see. Young Kota is is Okada going to challenge the IWGP champion with the butterfly belt at G at at that G one at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't know. Wrestle Kingdom remains to be seen how it uh how it pans out. The the Cody Rhodes Invitational belt, man. <laughs> oh man, and I don't know. It, it, oh, it's, it's kicking the shit out of each other. It's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. Um, also, while we were while we were out, Corey Graves, Carmella get a, get engaged. Congratulations to those two. Congrats! Congrats! Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it at that. Oh, uh, the guy, the guy on after the bell is Thomas. My apologies to Tom Phillips. I like Tom Phillips as an my, as an announcer. That is my sincerest apologies to Tom Phillips. I do. I like that guy too. My goodness. Yeah. Please don't ever mistake uh, Jackass for Tom Phillips, or vice versa for that matter. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hamilton is like Jeremy Borash on like hot, heavy carbs. <laughs> Uh, if Jeremy you? Borash from like 2006 ever started heavy carb loading, you would be Greg Hamilton. <laughs> man, what else? What else we got for this one, man? We we want to we want to keep him waiting for the next one, or we uh, we got some more we want to go ahead and, and send down the pike. I mean, we got to celebrate the new king, though. Oh, hold on, man. There's only got a, to do it. There's only one way. We got do that. to do it. We have to do it the right way. Shouts out to King Xavier Woods, PhD. But he got a master's in King shit. New Day is now in the argument for greatest faction ever. True. It is uh, a former WWE champion, a current WWE champion, and a king of the ring. 10 tag team title reigns 
uh, actually eleven. The first ever. If you count, the, if you count the exchange, I'm not counting fucking exchanges. <laughs> <laughs> you want to count an exchange? Then count the exchange rate from dollar U.S. dollars to euros. <laughs> count the exchange rate from U.S. dollars to Bitcoin. I'm not counting fucking exchanges on USA or Fox. <laughs> That shit's for the birds, fam. <laughs> Boy, fuck you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Not you, but the idea of exchanges. Oh, okay. That, 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 all right. That makes it sound better. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> you exchange a shirt that's a size too big. <laughs> Man, we... Uh, you exchange a pair of shoes that are a little too snug. We've always wanted... For Biggie to get his own singles run, especially after his uh his his factions with Dolph Ziggler and CM Punk, like he was just like he, he was He's just Dolph. he was just hired muscle, and then he came into his own on SmackDown amidst injury and and adversity through bad booking, in my opinion, um, and was able to become the WWE champion. And now here we are with Xavier Woods bringing luster and life back to a fabled title in King of the Ring. Like, Macho Man Randy Savage, Harley Race, uh, Haku, like, uh, who, who, give me some more, Steve Austin. Like, He's in the names, like he's with the names of greats. I mean, Baron Corbin, sure he won a tournament, but. I mean, Corbin did what he could with it. I mean, the King of the Ring stopped mattering. Probably Lesnar. Lesnar was might have been the last one of significance because Regal got his reign cut short due to um, a substance abuse uh, suspension. Uh, King Barrett never really got all of what he was supposed to get. Man, to so honest, sad. So King sad. King Barrett was just an extension of Bad News Barrett. Um, who was the other one? Like Corbin. Uh, Bret Corbin Hart. did what he could. Bret yeah, Hart was I wanna, another that's one. what I'm saying. Everybody from Lesnar back to the original, all those matter. Oh, yeah. Everything oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah, yeah. Lesnar, it's like <laughs> yeah, AL and BL. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, the first two were, were Bret Hart then he had a first well the first two of the pay-per-view era let me say that because they're they, they go back to 1985 with um, I want to say Don Morocco Don Morocco was the first look at you I mean I do what I can but um, in the pay-per-view era which started 1993 is Bret Hart and, 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 and mind you Haku was uh he was a king, but not the king of the ring. So let's say that. I they're all counting that as the same because Randy Savage was a king of the ring. He was King Randy Savage. It just they didn't coin it into a a marketable phrase that they had IP on. Right. Uh, Teddy, that starts in '93. Teddy Teddy Debussy, Teddy Biasi, Chico Santana, <laughs> Teddy Teddy Debussy, King Mabel. Chico, what's up, bro? King Mabel. Yeah. That's 1995. So, Bret Hart's the first, then it's Owen Hart. Uh, Successive years. I thought Bret had won it twice. King uh, King Ken Bundy, a.k.a. Ken Shamrock. That's uh, 98. Uh, That's the game to play. As soon as you name them, I can tell you what year they won. King Perk Angle. 
2000. Wow. Uh, yeah. King Hunter Hearst Helmsley. 1997. King Edge. 2001. King Owen Hart. 1994. <laughs> this boy's batting a thousand. Uh, let's see. Let me let me see if I can get you one more. Just because you said it didn't matter, King Booker. That's the other one that matters. That's the, what's that? Um, that's gonna oh, be the hard six. one. Oh, look at you! <laughs> well, that, that's all right. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, it's it's B B A B and B B. <laughs> Yeah, man. Right on. Right on, Suave. I like that in you. Hey, man, I'm outside. Pause. I'm outside with these motherfucking stats. <laughs> I hate you. I hate your guts. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yo, we, uh, uh I, I think, I think that's a good, that's, that's, a, that's a good wrap for this one, man. We can go ahead and let, let the people, you know, chop at the bit pause because there's going to be more of this coming. We just dropping these like flies out the sky on your funk I mean, ass. I like it. Um, I broken like it. broken pistol BC on all things social. Broken pistol broken pistol BC at gmail.com. That's at broken pistol BC on what? Everything. 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 Senior Burgundy. Yes. Do what we do. Let's finish watching this Monday Night Slaw. We'll come back at him here in a few mm, days I, with another one, and we'll talk that talk that we do so well. In the meantime, take him to the house. King Xavier Woods is not only the king you want, but the king you need. And also acknowledge your tribal chief today. And tomorrow. Every Pencil day. Pencil pushers. Every day. All day. Year round. All day, every day. 24-7. Even on Sundays. Christmas. Twi- twice on Sundays. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa Passover Pencil pushers Heads up Pencils down Whole lot of fucking gang shit You gonna start ending every episode with that? I mean, that's it's, it's how it goes, man I mean, I'm not mad at it You can't be It's part of the culture <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> Let me send a, uh, a, a a congratulatory uh celebration of life out to my cousin Ramona Starks who passed away at the ripe old age of 89 years old. You know what I'm saying? She went out on her own terms. She was in a nursing home under hospice and were, per her her dying orders was released to go back to home where all of her family, shouts out to my Starks clan up in Minneapolis, proceeded to have a margarita party in her honor in which she was able to swab down margaritas less than three hours before her timely demise. Rest in peace, Ramona. We love you. Uh, We'll hold it down in your honor. And when I say turbulent, bruh, I, I flew to Minneapolis on a moment's notice and that plane ride was fucking hell. No, no, uh, no. Clarify, (laughs) clarify. No, no dark side of the ring. No dark, no dark side. Definitely no dark side. But I I almost ended up five and a half years in the future. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, the worst plane ride there I've ever had.
Um, better than 45 years in the past. And man, they're also... <laughs> but now we here. Uh, and in the last couple of weeks, we've seen a bunch of shit happen. We we've already talked about the King of the Ring. We've already uh, we have we've spoken on uh, in in passing. We've spoken on um, what's uh Brian Danielson versus uh, Minoru Suzuki in the in the I will I will slap the shit out of you for real match on uh, AEW Rampage, not Dynamite on Rampage. Boy. Go out of your way to see that one. Um, what else? What else have we missed? Uh, Impact, Bound for Glory. Either way, all of this.